right, welcome back into the Plank Show right here on The Ref. Uh, hour three on what has been a pretty wild day as far as news and notes and information. We, uh, we found ourselves, though, diving into NIL with the, I guess, the new plan or, or maybe the best way to, to put this is the new draft of federal legislation, if I want to sound professional. The one thing we haven't done, though, is mention anything about <laughs> anything about what's going on in the Open Championship. We'll get to that in the top five stories of the day. See, when Josh isn't here, I completely lose sight of golf. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't blame you. I mean, I'm a little I, bit involved with it, but I just, I just heard, hey. honestly, I just heard about the Open this morning. I don't, I don't, wait, is that proper English? I don't not. I love watching golf, but I really love playing golf. So whenever it's a situation that I'm like, oh, okay, let's go. But anyway, I uh, I got a score update coming up in just a bit. This did not make the top five stories of the day because it just dropped, and I cannot uh, in any way adjust whenever I have things written down on my paper. But Eric Bailey said, uh, and I, I haven't got the email yet, but the Sooners have announced their upcoming women's basketball opponents because, yeah, there's more teams. So the Sooners will travel to and host. So home and away with Cincy, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, and Texas. Listen, Brian Brinkley, if you need the if – if you got the sweeps coming up for the Cincy-Kansas trip, I'm fine with that. Or Austin. Moody Center was amazing. Home only for Baylor – UCF, TCU, and Texas Tech. So Oklahoma in women's basketball has already made its last ever trip to Lubbock. And road trips, of course, West Virginia, Iowa State, then Houston and BYU. So that's the announcement that was just made involving the Sooners. So they got the women's basketball going to BYU and also the football team going to Provo. So I would go out on a limb and say that uh, probably men's hoops sitting up Provo, too, coming up here. Uh, just a wild guess. Just a wild guess. All right, well, let's do this. Let's hit our top five stories of the day, get you caught up on all the news and the tidbits taking place in the world of sports. Here we go. Brought to you by Newcastle Casino. It's time for the top five stories of the day. Brought to you by Newcastle Casino. Newcastle Casino, where real gamers play. Let's go, man. Hey, Newcastle Casino, best reels in the Metro. Happy hour, Monday through Friday, 3 to 6, conveniently located off I-44, exit 107. Did I say happy hour, 3 to 6? Newcastlecasino.com. By the way, we are also brought to you on this Thursday, as we always, always are, by Caven's Group. Did you know that we've had lots of rain and now the heat has kicked up and a big concern could be mold? Mold. Learn how you can protect yourself. And if you've already had issues, fix it. Cavensgroup.com. Roof issues, cavensgroup.com. Mold damage and removal, cavensgroup.com. 405-573-3048. All right. Big story number five. Number five. I had just mentioned how we have failed you as a show today if you come to us for nothing but British Open updates. And, yes, I'm sorry, no longer the British Open. I'm, a, I'm an old school at heart. 
I, some, some dude named Lampert, Christo Lampert, Lampricht, who is an amateur, is in the clubhouse tied for the lead after a 5-under-66 with Toby Rowland's pick of Tommy Fleetwood. So Fleetwood and Lampert at 5-under. How about that? The amateur playing some good golf at the top of the leaderboard. That's so awesome to see to me when amateurs can make a run in this thing. I saw in the U.S. Open, we saw in the players or the PGA Championship, you know, with the, the club pros. I mean, this is awesome. This is good to see. Now, if uh, Lamprecht is still on top of the leaderboard by Sunday, I'll be floored. But for now, tip of the cap. Uh, highest American, Stuart Sink, at three under. He shot a 68 today. Wyndham Clark is tied for fourth as well at three under after a first round 68. Jordan Spieth, a shot back of those, uh, a couple shots back at two under. And we'll just watch Brooks Kepka one under. So he's a little bit off the lead. Xander Schauffele, one under today. Uh, Phil Mickelson is on the course. He's one under through six. I've been watching a lot of Phil Mickelson today. And Rory McElroy is even through seven holes. Anything else from the British Open we need to mention? I mean, uh, pretty cool to see Jordan Spieth. Isn't he, isn't he a guy that's been kind of struggling lately? Oh, yeah. 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 Good, Good to, to see, see him. him. Right yeah, under, what, two under? Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, what? I, uh, Pop just said Lamprecht is a six foot eight amateur from wow. Tech. <laughs> oh Big God. boy. So, in other words, whenever he's done, if he loses – He'll just challenge Tommy Fleetwood to a one-on-one and back him down and shoot right over him. What's Fleetwood go, about 5-5? Five, five? Yeah, the Lakers may sign him after this. Goodness gracious. All right, big story number four. Number four. Right, I, got, I got a lot of NFL stuff to get here. There's a lot of audio that's making the rounds. Like, for instance, uh, Steve Kime, former GM of the Arizona Cardinals, has, has had some things to say recently about Kyler Murray. Now, remember, Steve Kime drafted him. A lot of people are like, can you believe you drafted Kyler Murray over Nick Bosa? And he's like, yeah, he got me a contract extension. And everyone forgets Kyler was the rookie of the year before Arizona decided to stop caring about their offensive line. But here is what Steve Kime had to say about where he sees Kyler Murray right now. What he said, you know, you don't love it. When he added the word but in, generally behind a positive, the word but does not end in a positive light. So I certainly didn't want to hear that. And nor do fans want to hear a guy who's making $46.1 million a year, blame anybody but himself. And I'm not saying that he's a he's a guy that blames people. Yet at the same time, you know, everybody, when you get that, that bag of cash, everybody expects you to take it on your shoulders. Yeah, so I don't – Kime – Kime basically felt the need to fire back at Kyler Murray whenever he, he I guess – took a shot at Steve Kime. So Murray, do we need to go back through this little back and forth? Uh, Murray, obviously, he's been criticized for being short. He's been criticized for his play. There's a laundry list. And uh, I I guess earlier this week, I'm not a big fan. I I don't watch, and and I don't get to listen to Colin as much as I used to. Number one, Jason McIntyre is just, I don't get it. I don't get it. There's certain people that I don't get how they are where they are. I don't think it's Jason. I'm sure he's a good dude, but I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, And so Kyler fired back 
after McIntyre had slammed him on the herd um, because of this quote. I'm going to listen, I'm going to be coachable, and I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. But if the bleep ain't working, at some point, we all have to look in the mirror. It's a team sport. We all have to be locked in. I have no problem with that quote. I was about to say, that's for, yeah, I have no problem with that whatsoever. Just speaking facts right there from Kyler Murray. If it doesn't so, work out, then yeah. So McIntyre tees off on him. Kime tees off on him, too. But I don't understand how that's a bad thing. I mean, it is a team sport. <laughs> and I'm telling you what, if the quarterback for the Raiders said that, I'm like, oh, you would be mad if it was, if it was more than an Oklahoma guy. No, 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 no. I, it, it makes sense. I mean, I appreciate Steve Kime, but he's not fired because of Kyler Murray. I mean, listen, man, we've there has been there has been a life preserver thrown out to this dude for some of his eight awful decisions, both on and off the field. I'll never understand. On and away from the office, I guess I should say. But yeah, here we fil- are. film time, film time to come up too for Kyler. <laughs> All right, um, there was one, no, film time, right? Exactly. Exactly. That's the other knock that he's had. Uh, Saquon Barkley on the running back conversation about whether or not he feels like he needs to sit out to protect himself. I have no worry about going on a football field and knowing that I'm not playing for my worth or saying if I have to play under because that's this is my leverage. My leverage is I can say you to the Giants. I can say to my teammates and be like, you want me to show you my worth? You want to show you how much how valuable I am to the team? I won't show up. I won't play down. That's a play I can use. Anybody knows me. No, that's not something I want to do. But like, it's something that has it something that crossed my mind. It's like I never, I never thought I would ever do that. But like now, I'm at a point where it's like, Jesus, like (laughs) I I might have to take it to this level. And like, am I willing? Am I prepared to take it to the level? I don't know. I feel like we need to pay the man, Mike. (laughs) I'm still, I'm still, I'm doing a good job of not firing back on everything. Our running backs underpaid, sure. But if you sit there and you try to judge it just based on the amount of fantasy points that a running back gets you or the number of, of, of touchdowns or points that a running back is responsible for, you are so minimizing the overall package of what a running back does. And he's Pass a pretty, pretty big asset, asset yeah. to the Giants. I agree. Uh, meanwhile, Kevin, uh, one more quick NFL note. The Rams – so Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, Reed, I don't, don't mind him too much, but sometimes he'll get on either a kick or he's so dead set that his report is right, it doesn't matter what others are saying, and then you can always mask it with, well, of course they're going to tell you that. Well, he was on a big kick that Matt Stafford almost got cut and that the Rams were wanting to cut or trade Matt Stafford. Um, Kevin Dimeroff fired back. The one thing that frustrated me was you know, this notion that we just were trying to get away from the $59 million and that was the only way to do it through trade. Matthew's dollars after 2022 were unguaranteed. We could have walked away this year free and clear for zero. No future money owed. So there was no need to restructure. If you wanted out of Matthew's deal, you could have walked away. You didn't have to trade him to relieve the 58 and a half million. You could have just walked away. Yeah, I just, this whole idea, and, and again, we're in a time. We're in a time. It's Kevin Dimoff. I say, I don't know why I keep saying Dimoff. <laughs> Kevin Dimoff, uh, Dimoff, who's the executive with the Rams. He is the COO. But I, I don't know it. 
like one person says something and it's, oh, I hear they're trading him. Then all of a sudden it catches wildfire. Like one person sees a meme from Deion Sanders and it's like, oh, look at Deion t- taking shots back at Brent Venables. And what? everybody takes it from there. There was there was one more NFL thing I saw the Eagles. Go ahead. Do you see the Eagles safety CJ Gardner Johnson ripping the Philly fans? No. How he was I miss playing. This? Oh my gosh! It was, I think it was last night. He was playing a game and live streaming, and he he just going <laughs> off just on the Philly it. fans. They're effing obnoxious. Yeah, I can't stand him. Yeah, my least favorite own thing fan is the base. People. Well, he's now a lion. Oh, he's okay. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Get trade. Okay. So, so he got he got moved to lion. I don't know if he got traded. I think he signed. Yeah, he signed a one year, eight million dollar okay. deal. I can't play the audio, but uh, no, we I can't. guess. Yeah, no, we can't. They're bleeping obnoxious. I bleeping can't stand the bleepers. Oh man, University of Florida product was only in Philly for one season. That was twenty twenty two, and they went to the Super Bowl. Gosh, that must have really been bad. All right, um, where are we? Big story number three. Number three. Wasn't quite the night of excitement last night in Major League Baseball like we had on Tuesday night, but still. The pitch. Gorman swings and drives it to center field. That's it deep. Back to the track. The wall. It's a gunner. A three-run homer for Nolan Gorman. 4 nothing Cardinals in the first inning. What, what do they always say anytime a team wins like two or three games in a row? Oh, don't let them get hot. It's a winning streak, baby. Here we go. Don't let them get hot. So the uh, the Cardinals last night, I guess you could say in a in a roundabout way, for the the greatest fan base in all of sports, put together their fifth straight win. As you heard on our local affiliate, the ref fourteen hundred and ninety nine point three FM, as the Cardinals beat up and beat down the Nationals eight to three. The biggest story from baseball last night, well. I don't know why I have a Mets highlight in here. The biggest story from baseball last night is that there is a new team in first place in the American League East. Breaking ball hammered. Right field. This one is headed for the bleachers. And this ball will find the bleachers. It is gone. Homer number 15 for Gunner. And the Orioles' lead is now 8-5 to five in the fifth inning. So I watched this whole game yesterday. Connor, I watched this whole game between the Dodgers and the Orioles. Uh, Julio Urias was terrible. He had one of his worst outings in a while, was gone after five, gave up eight hits and eight runs. The Dodgers were down six to two at one point, but rallied to make a game of it. It was seven to five, and that home run pretty much ended it. So no one cares about the Dodgers, but what it does mean is the new first-place team in the American League East is the Baltimore Orioles. It's been a lo- long, long time coming for the Baltimore Baltimore Orioles. A long, patient wait, but na- man, they finally put the pieces together, and it's pretty cool to see. One more, a, quick- a lot of young players on the team. Oh yeah, one more quick baseball story. I'm 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 dwelling on baseball here, and it's already eleven eighteen. But the Angels won again last night, which means swept, swept the Yankees. Which means that maybe just maybe we'll have to wait a little bit longer on our Shohei Otani watch. And according to John Paul Morosi this morning, the Angels are not close to a decision on whether or not they'll trade Shohei Otani. They're going to wait until the final 24 to 48 hours before the August 1st trade deadline. 
He did say teams continue to contact the Angels and express interest. But he had told us that he expects the Angels to listen. But then a deal actually getting done, we'll see. If, man, if they put a, some more wins together before August 1st, then hi, you got to keep Look them. Out. All right, big story number two. Number two. All right, so we've been following, watching SEC Media Days all day long. Uh, we've heard from Lane Kiffin today, who basically called NIL and the transfer portal a dumpster fire, which I was like, oh, okay, well, let's go, if that's going to be the case, a dumpster fire. But I, I still feel like most of the buzz – oh, look, there's Spencer Rattler. Shane Beamer just spoke. Yeah. Most of the buzz around SEC Media Day had centered around Nick Saban yesterday, right? And, boy, people, you want to talk about it. I am excited to get into the overanalyzation game of everything that someone says. Holy smokes, did we do it to the nth degree whenever it came to what um, – Nick Saban had to say about pretty much everything. But here was Saban on his quarterback battle and why they are in no rush. We have three guys that are competing for that position right now. Uh, All those players are getting better, and it's important for us that all those players get better. I don't think anybody has actually separated themselves yet to this point, and I don't think it's something that we're trying to rush. Uh, I used the analogy earlier, you know, Grandma Saban used to bake the best cakes in the world. And I used to stand by the oven when I was a kid and say, when's this cake going to be done? When's this cake going to be done? And she said, if I don't let it go through and take it out of the oven too soon, it's going to turn to mush, so it won't be a really good cake. So I think we got to let this sort of develop uh, and make sure we let the cake bake until somebody separates themselves. <laughs> Love love comparing quarterback battle to cake. <laughs> Carrot cake. Oh, gosh. All right. Um, one other note, one other note I should add from yesterday, and I'm glad Tyler McComas put this on our Twitter feed at KREF Sports. Mark Stoops, who I think is tragically underappreciated and underrated across the landscape of college coaches, was uh, asked about, Drake Stoops. And then watching Drake, I can't tell you the sense of pride that, that our whole family has watching him play. And uh, just the way he plays the game is, uh, you know, a way that we certainly respect in how hard he plays and the sacrifice that he makes for his teammates, the way he competes at Oklahoma, and the legacy playing under uh, his his dad and playing under Bob with the tradition that Bob had at Oklahoma, but Drake carrying that so well and handling it with such ease, and I'm sure it hasn't been easy for him. Um, and he's had some ups and downs like any player, but the way he's uh, dealt with that, he gets a lot of respect uh, from our, our family, that's for sure. And uh, no offense, but that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Mark Stoops also didn't take the bait when asked what advice he would give Coach Venables about making sure that Oklahoma is SEC ready and also after a tough season. I don't need to give them advice. I don't want that soundbite out there. Um, that I'm a little wiser than that after 11 years. So um, I don't think I need that narrative in the Daily Oklahoman tomorrow. So uh, Brent knows what he's doing. 
that program knows what he's doing and they will figure it out and it's a long ways off till we play him but I have a lot of confidence in uh, Brent and, and that program Mark Stoops man very smart don't smart want to be dude. floating around social media I really, really like Mark Stoops, which gets us to big story number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. We have been tracking this all day, and that is the latest, I guess you could say, NIL idea and government oversight. We've read your text. We've gone through all the details. So let's dive into it next. With Connor Pasby, I'm Chris Plank. This is the Home of Sooner Fans. The word is spreading, and the Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network, and worldwide on the KREF app. At Lander Chevy Norman, we're feeling good. How good? Jumping into summer savings good. And the hottest selection in town good. Right now, take up to $82.50 off the new half-ton Silverado or up to $6,500 off and financing as low as 1.9%. Also, shop our large pre-owned selection backed by the Lander's Advantage. So feel good all summer long and shop Lander Chevrolet of Norman and LanderChevroletNorman.com. Find new roads. Must finance with GM Financial. Reliable, fast, affordable. OEC Fiber was founded on the same principles that brought us OEC 85 years ago. We are reinvesting in Oklahoma by bringing high-speed fiber services to your homes, businesses, and schools. Make sure to visit us today at OECFiber.com to get started. OEC Fiber. We're taking internet, phone, and TV services where no one else will. also full of things that remind you not to let them. So every time you raise a Pacifico, let it be a reminder to live life anchors up. A little bit of sweet and a whole lot of heat. Rom's new sweet and spicy Gouda Burger is packed with mouth-watering flavor. We start with a fresh-baked artisan multigrain bun. Top it with a sizzling burger patty and bacon. Add a little mayo and then throw on the heat with apple habanero barbecue sauce and jalapenos. Oh, and we can't forget the smoked Gouda cheese melted to perfection. Brahms Sweet and Spicy Gouda Burger. Available for a limited time at Brahms. The new and improved mobile app and online banking platform is now available at OU Federal Credit Union. Register for access by clicking New to Online Banking at OUFCU.com or the OUFCU mobile app. Experience enhanced features such as email and text message alerts, single sign-on functionality for all features, internal and external transfers, and more. That's all from OU Federal Credit Union, 2000 West Lindsay, OUFCU.com 
or call 405-325-2211 today. Stop looking and start booking your game day hotel at NCED Conference Center and Hotel. We have great game day specials, classic queen bed or king bedrooms, premium king rooms, and a variety of classic and premium suites to choose from. Just click nced-hotel.com or call 405-447-9000. Enjoy the Sooners and stay at NCED Hotel, located on Highway 9, just 10 minutes east of Owen Field. Call today to reserve your game day hotel, 405-447-9000, or online at nced-hotel.com. Hi, I'm Tim Lasher from my company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. We install quality York products. The award-winning York Affinity Series is Energy Star rated and features a money-saving two-stage compressor design. Plus, every Affinity system comes with a 10-year parts and labor warranty and a lifetime warranty on the compressor. Now, you don't need to tell us anybody sent you. Just call the office and ask for me. I own the company. Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 579-3113. Get up to $550 in rebates now on qualified York components at Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Diane from Michigan, a disabled senior citizen trying to get by. Henry from Florida, a veteran fighting to make ends meet. Elena from Arizona, a mother struggling to feed her daughter. Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I support Feeding America because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year, like Diane, Henry, and Elena. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America, 200 food banks strong. All right, welcome back into the Plank Show right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network with Connor Pasby today. I'm Chris Plank. All right, um, you want to hit the bullet points of this real quick just for the, the crew that's just getting out to lunch, and then we'll uh, get caught up and hit the best of the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. We, we haven't done a good job today of keeping tabs on the British Open, the Open Championship, but... Tommy Fleetwood at 5-under with uh, the amateur from Georgia Tech. Lamprecht at 5-under as well, too. Stuart Sink is two-shot back. Lowest-scoring American uh, at 3-under right now. So that's what's going on in the Open Championship. Meanwhile, to pay off big story number one, we're talking about the newly, I guess, minted legislation on NIL for college sports that has brought both Democrats and Republicans together, but also three men who have consistently worked on this as a, I, I guess, individually, in Cory Booker, Richard Blumenthal, and Jerry Moran, they've created the College Athletics, College Athletes Protection and Compensation Act. It's a very interesting alliance, but we'll see. It's considered more moderate and balanced, than others that have been introduced, and it still has a big hill to climb, especially when you consider that we got a presidential election coming up. I mean, it, it, unless you really – I don't know. You know, now that I say that, we do have a presidential election coming up, but nothing says you're going to want to state more than supporting legislation that would help said school in that state. Right, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the act, according to Yahoo Sports – is the first in what may be a handful of bills or drafts that are expected over the next several le- uh, weeks. Former Auburn and Cincinnati coach and Texas Tech coach Tommy Tuberville, who's a Republican senator out of Alabama, 
Uh, Democrat Joe Manchin out of West Virginia, they're collaborating on a bill. Ted Cruz and Maria Cantwell have shown interest in the topic. And Florida Republican Gus Bilrakis is working to finalize an NIL bill. That is the most mentions of political figures we've ever had on this show. But here's just some headlines, okay? The new NIL policy, the act, it permits schools to restrict an athlete from entering a deal that is contrary to the school's code of conduct for moral reasons. So in other words, I doubt that BetMGM would be able to have a deal with Spencer Rattler. It prohibits compensation to be used for inducements with recruits and retention of current players. Huh, that seems odd. Retention of current players. Yeah, I don't be, I don't get that part of it. It prohibits schools from representing athletes in NIL ventures or influence, uh, influencing an athlete's choice of representation. And it allows schools to prohibit athletes from engaging in NIL ventures that are concurrent with college athletic events and competition. By the way, that's one of the rules that's actually was, was the first part of the NIL kind of idea. Right? That was the first thing. When the NCAA gave two lines, two guardrails, it was, yeah, it can be used for inducement, which is also part of this, and you can be engaged in NIL opportunities that run and keep you out of practice or current events or competition. Athletes would have to report their NIL contracts to schools. Contracts will be subject to Open Records Act. The legislation does require schools to submit an annual report of their NIL deal. And in the most, I think, talked about, at least on this show part of it, the act permits underclassmen to enter a draft and then retain their eligibility if they return to school within seven days of the draft and don't receive compensation from a sports league team or agent. Yeah, that's that's the big one out of the key points that we're getting in the Knippenmeyer Chevrolet sure. text line, the NFL draft. What would that look like uh, after the process for uh, those kids that are entering the draft? They can come back and retain their eligibility. <laughs> um. Well, you guys have a lot of political takes, right? There has, yeah, uh, there has been. Uh, this is gonna. Uh, what's it called? The College Athletes Corruption Act. They will find a way to screw it up. <laughs> uh, all right, we got a break. We got a break. When, so there's there's the payoff on big story number one. I want to spend the last half of the show on what has been a fun day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line because not only has there been a lot of nil, but we've also had a lot on the the what ifs. Right? We got it thanks to True. We, we fell down that rabbit hole, right? I sent you the story from the Oklahoman, too, that we found about the craziness of the end of the John Blake era and the start of the Bob Stoops era, which was, I think, True brought that up as one of his all-time great what-ifs. Well, we'll dive into it all to wrap up the Plank Show as we head on the home stretch on a Thursday. As always, our Thursday show is presented in part by the crew at Cavens. Gary Cavens out getting learned up in Vegas. Fast response, emergency environmental and construction services. You can call Cavens 24-7-365 at 405-573-3048. Store that number in your phone. Mold damage and removal, water damage and drying services, 24-7-365 emergency service. That's Cavens Group. It's a plank show right here on The Ref. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. 
GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Life is yours to spend. Spend it expanding your balance. Spend it expanding your mind. Spend it wondering what comes next. Spend it trusting that God has a plan. Spend it taking small steps in your own life. Spend it making a big impact on someone else's. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. Schumacher Law Group, when experience matters. Tracy Schumacher is a former prosecutor and former district judge. Whether it's a probate challenge, criminal charges, or contentious divorce proceedings, experience matters. The attorneys at Schumacher Law Group provide compassionate, knowledgeable advice, all while fighting for your best interests. Find Schumacher Law Group online at lawgroupok.com or call 405-701-1882. Hometown lawyers ready to fight for you when experience matters. What's up, Ref Army? It's Tyler McComas, and we just wanted to give a huge thank you for continuing to support the Ref and showing up every single day on all of our platforms. We've surpassed 25,000 followers on Twitter and continue to average over 150,000 impressions per day. The Ref has also surpassed 3.2 million total listeners on the official KREF app over the past 12 months. Let's keep the momentum going in 2023 by continuing to listen to the KREF app or on KREF.com. Hi, this is Lisa Talley, broker and owner of Aria Real Estate Group. Aria Real Estate Group is Norman's premier full-service commercial and residential real estate brokerage and leasing and management firm. With our team of real estate agents, specialized property managers, and in-house maintenance team, Aria is here for you in every capacity. Whether you're a seller, a buyer, an investor, or a renter, we can help. Please explore our website at ariagroupok.com. Aria Real Estate Group, the gold standard of real estate. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. I'm Reba McIntyre. Growing up in Oklahoma, I had big dreams of becoming a successful country music singer. But I also knew the odds were against me and that I needed an education to fall back on. Studying never got in the way of my dreams. In fact, school gave me lots of opportunities I wouldn't have had otherwise with my career. Please stay in school and try your best. You never know where a good education might take you. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. When students struggle because they are hungry or fall behind because they lack school supplies, a caring adult can make all the difference, especially someone from the community, someone who knows the students and the obstacles they might be facing. At Communities in Schools, our site coordinators surround students with a community of support to ensure that they have everything they need to engage in learning. We go all in for kids all day 
every day. To learn more, visit communitiesinschools.org. I went back and I, during the break, was listening to the C.J. Gardner Johnson cut. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know if the Lions play the Eagles this year, but I don't, I don't think Eagle fans are going to be very happy with them. I hope, the I hope, I hope it's in Philadelphia if they do play. Unreal. <laughs> you guys have, you guys have already worked on uh, what you're going to call the College Athlete Corruption Act, Kaka. Very well done. Very well done. <laughs> But uh, let's hit the best of the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Is there any other news or notes or tidbits, Connor, that you've seen that you feel like we need to get into that I've completely spaced on today from the top five stories of the day? Yeah, well, we had something from Shane Beamer asking. I mean, he was just asked if uh, OU is ready for the SEC, and he says they cer- they are certainly ready. I-, I think the – you know, we had George Stoya on yesterday, and, and I thought he – he said, hey, I'm here to try to figure out whether or not Oklahoma is SEC ready, right, and what that looks like. I think – I think Barry – I keep going back to Barry Trammell. I think he said it best. Oh, he was SEC ready. The question is, are they Bama, LSU, and Georgia ready? Here's that quote, uh, by the way, from Shane Beamer. They're certainly ready. You know, you guys know more about the ins and outs of their program right now, but this is a team that – prior to last season had or what had won five straight conference championships in the Big 12 going into 2021 and then in 2021 they won I think what 10 games 11 games something like that so they had a heck of a season in 21 uh, with Lincoln so they're not very far off that's for sure um, certainly this league is is uh, is different the line of scrimmages are, are different beyond the field just the the stadiums and when i was talking about an opening statement just about this league it's one thing i love about this conference just the stadiums that you get to go into every single saturday saw a stat the other day where it's you know i think where the sec led the country in average attendance per game and it wasn't even close compared to the rest of the conferences so realizing that every single saturday you're going into a stadium it's got 70 80 90 100 fans in it is uh that'll be different you know for those teams coming in but certainly feel like they're ready they've uh great tradition at that place and um, and um, you know excited about going back to Norman in 2024 we got a lot of football to play before then but they uh, that's a proud program with great leadership from under Joe Castiglione and excited about having uh, OU in Texas in this awesome conference I I have a just a sidebar to that won't we know more I, I get the, the question. I'm not dogging on the question being asked or the storyline because I agree with it. It'd be something that I would be all over if I was there too. But in that same vein, don't we really truly kind of know the answer to that after this football season? Yes, after that's the big one after this year. All right, okay. And the bigger question, will they be top tier ready in the first oh, three absolutely. years? Yeah, Absolutely. All right, let's hit the uh, Kenneth Chevrolet text line. I, we, we got caught up in uh, very early in the show some of the all-time great what-ifs. And, no, this isn't just me. This isn't just me trying to find things to to fill the time with. This was really a hot topic thanks to True. So William the innkeeper checked in. He goes, how about this is a really big what-if? Let's go back to OU versus Boise State. 
Marcus Walker pick six. At the time, we thought it was fantastic that after review, Walker did indeed stay in bounds and return it for the touchdown. If he had actually stepped out, we would have retained possession after the NIT and then more than likely ran down the clock and kicked a field goal to end the game. Instead, we scored too fast in the pick six, give the ball back, and Boise State does what it does, and the rest is history. That that Whoa. is that is a great what if. That would have changed everything in that game. Chewed up the most likely the rest of the clock in the fourth quarter. So you know what? I I was there. I was there for that game. Pop and I went, and it was still to this day, to this day. It, it wasn't full. It was a great crowd, but it wasn't full. But it was still one of the loudest environments I've ever been a part of. It was unreal. Well, it was an exciting time for Boise State, so I'm sure they were just loaded, their, their, their section in the stadium. Sean, I can't believe I missed this one earlier. Sean writes, one of my biggest overall college football what-ifs, what if after winning the national title, Howard Schnellenberger doesn't jump to the USFL where he never coached because the league folded? Jimmy Johnson never becomes Miami coach, so that they don't become the U. OU and Switzer probably have two more titles. Just does Jimmy even end up in Dallas, etc.? That single move changed everything we know. Oh God, dude, I could that, yeah, that's a that's ones. a big what if for well, for Miami football in general. Well, and if you think about it, <laughs> I had completely when they the U the thirty for thirty on the U, which gosh, that's. Six, seven years old now, too, isn't it? Great, great 30 for 30. Great 30 for 30. But I completely forgot about that until I watched it. I was like, oh, that's right. Schnelly was going to go and he was going to become a, a head coach in the USFL. It, it had become a, it was a massive story at the time, right? It was. And it, and, uh, and it imploded. It never worked out. I completely forgot about that. I don't even remember which team it was now off the top of my head. Someone's going to have to refresh my – oh, was it Orlando? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Orlando. And uh, – there. okay, here it is. Here it is. Here's the story. I found it. Schnellenberger, after coaching Miami to its first national championship in 1983, he resigned to become the part owner, president, GM, and head coach of the Spirit of Miami – of the USFL, which I had re- completely forgotten about in the USFL. I remember the Express. I remember the Oakland Invaders. I mean, come on, man. A relocated Washington Federals franchise. However, the USFL announced that it would shift to a full schedule. The owner to be for the Federals backed out of the deal, knowing he couldn't compete head to head with the Dolphins. When a new backer moved the team to Orlando, Schnellenberger opted not to follow the team. But it was too late. He had been replaced. That is crazy. I can, that's, that's some things I completely wow. forgot about Sean. that 30 for 30 in Miami. That is a big, big, big bit. All right, to the, um, to the NIL conversation. Eric in the OC writes, two things I think would help with NIL. And by the way, it's relevant. We're not just sitting here, old man, get off my lawn, yelling at the clouds. There has been new legislation introduced in Congress involving NIL. Eric writes, Two things I think would help with NIL. One, it's been said many times, but remove the free transfer rule with some valid exceptions. 
and, and again, I would, I would, I would there say, is that even proper? I would say to that, have a full-time place that's in charge of this. Don't make it a part of someone else's responsibility. Yeah. You know, have it be all right. If we're taking away the one-time free transfer rule, uh, and you've got to sell, why you're moving on? Then let's really have someone that's looking into this. And number two, what if there was a, ma- a way to make? <clears throat> what if there was a way to make it so the player has to actually play a certain amount of snaps in a game for his school before he is eligible to receive the money? I mean. That would at least make it so the player has earned the money instead of just buying potential. Yeah, instead of getting there and getting money right away, you got to at least you know play some snaps for the school. Chapstick. Congress can't figure out the budget, but they'll address nil. No wonder no one likes Congress. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I guess in this instance we're like, ah, I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind it if it you know somehow some way could at least stop everyone from cheating. 580 Nade writes, I see no issues with this proposal. The NCAA and the U.S. government usually get the job done right. Sign Lord Voldemort. Oh, Vol- Voldemort? I'm not a Harry Potter guy. My son is that. <laughs> I'm not either. Um, Mr. Sports checks in on the text line. My question is how many top five picks are not going to have an agent going into the draft? And, and it's funny because, again, part of this is that if you, if you declare for the draft and, you know, you don't like where you're going seven days after the draft, and if you haven't hired an agent, you can return to school. So I would question that, too. How how would the NFL respond? How would they change their rules up? And in that, you know, how tough would it be? Because we just went back to last a decade, and of the number one overall picks, only two of them had any eligibility left. So everyone could be – I don't want to use the analogy of holding a team hostage, but you could basically say, hey, if you draft me, I'm not going. Right, And then uh, from that to 405, right, it would have to be two rounds are protected so an NFL team doesn't waste a first or second round pick on a kid that doesn't want to go to your team. I would counter this with this, with that with this. Why? Why does the NFL – I mean, the NFL never looks out for college. They couldn't care less about college football. Why in this instance would this college idea be in any way to protect the NFL? It kind of empowers the players a lot. So – I see what you're saying, especially whenever I have a team that's probably going to have the top pick in the draft this year, but I just don't I don't think that's going to be the case. All right, we got a break. We got a break. When we come back, we'll put a wrap on this show. Uh, Josh returns tomorrow. I'm out, but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean I don't have major topics we get need to get into, and we'll wrap it up next right here on the wrap. This is your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. know what to do if you're stuck on the railroad crossing? Get out of your vehicle. If a train is not approaching, find the blue and white emergency notification system sign on the traffic signs at the crossing. For help, call the number on the sign and give them the crossing number so they know your location and can alert train traffic. Remember, find the blue and white to save your life.
Entrepreneurs and More Norman in South Oklahoma City have an experienced business partner in their neighborhood. More Norman Technology Center's workforce and economic development team understands the challenges entrepreneurs and small businesses face every day. From building an effective business model to hiring the right employees and managing cash flow, More Norman's business development experts can help you move forward confidently and thrive knowing that you have a skilled partner at your side. Learn more about More Norman's Technology Center by calling 405-801-5000 or visit us online at mntc.edu. Not Your Average Joe is a nonprofit coffee shop that employs those with intellectual, developmental, and physical disabilities. Not Your Average Joe will be hosting a fundraiser on Thursday, July 27th at Chicken and Pickle in Oklahoma City. Join the fun with a silent auction from 6 to 7 and pickleball play from 7 to 9 p.m. This Not Your Average Joe fundraiser will promote movement, exercise, and inclusionary play for our friends with IDD. To learn more about how you can help, visit NYAJ Coffee to donate or purchase tickets to this fun event. Rightway Insurance is an independent insurance company, which means they work for you. They can use their network of providers to search for better coverage and a better deal for your life, health, home, or auto insurance policies. With their help, it's easy to find a better insurance solution. Let them help you search for the best coverage for your needs. Give Rightway Insurance a call today, 405-607-6014. That's 405-607-6014 to get better, more affordable home and auto insurance. That's Rightway Insurance, your insurance advisor. Whether you live in or visit Norman, the Norman Chamber of Commerce encourages you to think local. Eat, shop, stay, and play in Norman this summer. Be sure to support these local Norman businesses. Visit Norman's historic Sooner Theater. See great local theater, concerts, or attend performing arts classes. Find upcoming events and tickets at SoonerTheater.org. Hungry? Eat at Thai Thai Asian Bistro. Authentic Thai food such as curry and noodle dishes located in North Norman. Thai Thai is available for dine-in or carry-out. Always fresh and always delicious. Experience Mr. Robert Fine Furniture and Design in beautiful downtown Norman. Just a short drive to exceptional from anywhere in the state. More than 60 years of fine furniture and impeccable designs. When you shop local, it creates more jobs and you can discover one-of-a-kind adventures. Shop local to build relationships, receive better customer experience, and get personal service. Remember to eat, shop, stay, and play in Norman this summer. It's finally here, Oklahoma, and we're making it a big deal at the all-new Seth Wadley Chevy in Paul's Valley, one of the largest and most modern Chevy stores in Oklahoma. And now we want to invite you to our grand opening sales event. Sure, we have everything priced below clearance prices, including used. And yes, we'll still give way over market value for your trade-in, even if you don't buy from us. But this July 28th and 29th, we'll be having a ribbon-cutting ceremony with food trucks, snow cones, bouncy houses for the kids, a cornhole competition with prizes, including cash, a car show, and even live entertainment all weekend long. Oops, I almost forgot. Tell them your promise, Seth. There's nothing new with my promise. Of oil changes and engines for life on newer used gas or diesel at no additional cost to you. So get to the store with more. More selection, more discounts, and more for your trade-in, even if you don't buy from us. We are the new Seth Wadley Chevrolet, the store with more, I-35 and extra 72 in Paul Valley, or click SethWadleyChevy.com. Chevrolet on your roads. The spring and summer months are a great time for you and your family to spend quality time together. And right now is the perfect time to join the 
Trails Golf Club. The Trails Golf Club in Norman offers an 18-hole championship golf course, a swimming pool, numerous fun family events throughout the year, a fully stocked pro shop, and dining at the grill in the clubhouse. There has never been a better time for you to come discover the trails. Call Zane today and learn more at 364-3790 or visit trailsgolf.com. Here's Heather with the weather. Well, it's beautiful out there, sunny and 75, almost a little chilly in the shade. Now, let's get a read on the inside of your car. It is hot. You've only been parked a short time, and it's already 99 degrees in there. Let's not leave children in the back seat while running errands. It only takes a few minutes for their body temperatures to rise, and that could be fatal. Cars get hot fast and can be deadly. Never leave a child in a car. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. All right, final segment for us. Had fun with the what-ifs today. You know me. That's one of my favorite crutch topics, low-hanging fruit. Some people like the sports movie debate. Fine. Movies in general, favorite pizza place, whatever. I love the what-ifs. Camo Sooner. What if Bob Stoops wasn't the only coach to go and see Adrian Peterson's pops when he was in prison, when he was being recruited? And, uh, and like what, this, if, what if Adrian Peterson never gotten injured in college? Oh, my gosh. It's still one of the most dominating performances I've seen with thine eyes was what he did to the University of Tulsa oh, yeah. in the second half of that game. Uh, when TU was in position to compete, Paul Smith, Garrett Mills, incredible day for the old alma mater. And then Adrian Peterson was like, I got this, guys. Um, Ohio sooner. This is one of my favorite what ifs because it connects so many things, right? This connects so many things. And sometimes these what ifs, the dots, you got to reach a little bit, but this isn't. Ohio sooner writes, What if Drew Brees passed his physical with the Dolphins in 2006? Nick Saban probably gets at least another season in Miami and never goes to Alabama. I wonder if OU wins another title with Coach Stoops in that alternate timeline. I I love guys who really dig into this, and this is a fantastic one by Ohio Sooner. You know, Ohio Sooner, it it also, it's one of those, I guess you could say, alternate Rick and Morty timelines that I don't think anyone realizes just how bad off things were in Tuscaloosa. They had gone through, what was it, uh, three coaches over the span of, you know, nine years, and actually a, a fourth because you had the Mike Price debacle. After what Gene Stallings did and, and the success that he had in bringing a title back to, to Tuscaloosa in 1992, it was a virtual hellhole. Gosh, I can't believe I just said that. It was not a good, it was not a good spot. So that's a really good one. That's a really good. One. I like this one on the super secret textoso line. What if WCW had talked Sting into turning heel instead of Hulk Hogan? Great one. NWO oh, yeah. might not have been what it was ever going to be. Might not have been what it was ever going to be. And um, then there's this from the 580. You might have already talked about this. What if? But what if Baker Mayfield had been eligible his first year that he showed up at OU? What could have happened to Josh Heupel? Would he be the coach at OU right now? 
That, yeah, and that that's a yeah, that's a big one too. If Baker Ooh, was eligible from the get go. We got into the um, thanks to True Sooner. We got into the ninety eight, and then I fell. Gosh, I had a great text exchange on this too earlier. We were we, and I, I think I sent you the article from the Oklahoman just about how wild those final moments of the John Blake era were in the live televised Regents meeting that took place. You know, rest in peace, John Blake. I think is, I think after that vote had taken place that they were going to move on. His his wife started having medical issues, and they had to take her out on a gurney. Or it was crazy, and it was kind of cool to see some of y'all's reaction to thinking back to 1998. Jeff and DFW writes, "I was someone who at the time thought John Blake should have been allowed to stay." Glad I well, was wrong. I think yeah, Douglas Miles mentioned that as well too. He was yeah. in favor of that. I wanted to keep Blake, writes Doug, because I was tired of all the coaching changes. And once he was let go, I politic for Jim Donnan to get the job. Thrilled to be wrong on both accounts. <laughs> uh, Rick, uh, and then there was this. My favorite what if? What if DeMont Parker would have come back for Bob's first year? Probably get some drafted, second, third round, and would have allowed Quentin Griffin to redshirt, which would have made Q available for the LSU national title game. That's another one that I hear quite a bit. That's another good one. Yeah, if you got Q for that national championship as well. Well, as our top show contributor, Quinn, at Dan Freaking Pants writes earlier, it's Jed Barnett days until kickoff, so celebrate accordingly. Connor, great working with you the last few days. Josh makes his triumphant return to the show tomorrow. As always, thanks to Caven's group on a Thursday Hey, store that number in your phone now, 405-573-3048-247-365 emergency response and free roof inspections to make sure that you're ready for the craziness of the winter season that's just around the corner. Still Man at Noon or next. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the KREF.